Hello, my friends. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. I am, first of all, going to thank you right off the bat for choosing this podcast today, choosing to listen to this episode. Um, I am so grateful for you guys. Um, I'm coming up on the two-year anniversary of the podcast uh, at the end of January, and my goal was I was going to try for 100,000 downloads by the end of the month, and, you know, I didn't think we were going to make it, but we we just might. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm at 87,000 right now. And so, all right, we can do this. I am going to push full steam ahead to get this podcast into as many mom's ears as possible. And it's because of your stories. It's because of your experiences. I have my own. Yes, of course. But it's the way that you guys show up, whether you reach out to me on Instagram and the DMs, um, or if you're in Mothers Together and I talk to you there, or you've been on the podcast and I talk to you here. You all have stories too. And it turns out that other moms really want to hear them. Right? And if you've clicked on this episode and you're listening to this right now, it means you want to hear another mom's story too. It's this community sense that changes everything. And and I've been saying that from the beginning. And the podcast is one piece of that community puzzle. Um, and so I'm I'm so glad that you're you're listening. But I also want to invite you to do something that I've never asked for before, and that is to share a story for a mini episode of the podcast. So let me explain. Every Monday, as you guys know, I bring on a mom, we have a back and forth conversation, uh, you know, a really nice chat, and we talk all about what it's like to raise neurodivergent kids in general. You know, we talk about their lives. I've also started bringing some dads on on Fridays. And by the way, I, I, I only had a few dads volunteer, but if I have more dads, I am so happy to keep that series going because it did really well and was really popular. Um, and then those in-between Monday and Friday episodes, I really was thinking that I would be able to basically get on this microphone every day and, and talk about whatever's on my mind. And as much as I would love to do that, there are literally not enough hours in the day and I can't, at least not yet, not, not in this current season of business and life. But at the same time, I feel like a once a week episode with a mom isn't enough because I think it would be really helpful if you got to hear on a regular basis an anecdote from another mom raising a neurodivergent kid. And so I'm inviting all of you, every single one of you listening right now, if you are interested, to submit to me an anonymous anecdote about a moment in your life raising a neurodivergent kid. And and my parameters here are pretty, pretty loose. Um, I'm only looking for it to be related to raising a neurodivergent kid, but that's pretty much it. Um, you know, it can be a positive story. It can be a struggle. It can be both. Um, the idea is that the listeners, you guys go, oh my gosh, I, I have had that same experience before. Oh, we went through the same thing. Wow. It's good to know that I'm not the only one who had a child react that way in that situation, right? It's all about validation, validation, validation. And this would be different from the Monday episodes. So this would be short. I'm talking 10-ish minutes, give or take, you know, five, three to five minutes in either direction. But it would be a short episode, a quick bite. 
And it would be a specific story that you're telling. So when I say the word story, I really mean moment in time, anecdote. For example, my very first episode of this podcast, which many of you have heard, is called my rock bottom parenting moment. And I'm talking about the waffle story with Mr. Nine, who was three at the time. But I've also told the story uh, with the egg pan. And a lot of you listened to that one. I I don't, I want to say that was like episode four or five, maybe. That was a specific moment in time about this egg pan. That's what I'm looking for here, where you are telling the story, just like if you had a friend that you were picking up the phone or FaceTiming or texting or whatever, and you were like, I have to tell you what happened to us today. That's the story I want to hear. So again, it's going to be kept short, 10 minutes-ish, Um, certainly no more than 20, but really aim for closer to 10. It's completely anonymous. I'm not going to put your name in the title of these episodes. I'm not going to, you know, you're not going to say your name or your kids' names or anything like that. Although if you don't care, that's totally fine too. And you would just record yourself. I'm not even going to be in this conversation. Um, the best way to go about this would just to be a, using a voice recording app on your phone. Um, there are plenty to choose from. Um, and once you record yourself, you can, it it will allow you to share that file and you're going to share it right to my email. My email is on the hard days at gmail.com. I'll put it in the the show notes of this episode as well. Um, you're just going to email me the file directly and I'm going to take that file and obviously I'll give it a quick listen just to see, you know, if, um, if you need to take a second to um, comfort a, a screaming child, not to worry, I will edit that part out. You know, I'll do some basic editing, but then I'm just going to upload it. And I would love to do this on a daily basis. Now, it all depends on how many, um, you know, how many people do it. But the fact of the matter is, is we all have stories. And actually reminds me of teaching. It reminds me, you know, when I'm teaching fifth graders writing and this is part of our fifth grade curriculum with writing is to talk about like a moment in time. And so many kids struggle with this and I hand them that paper. And of course it's like, I don't know what to write about. I don't have any stories. And, and I say on the flip side, all you have are stories. Every single moment in your life is a story. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing right this very second is technically actually a story. If you're driving to work and you're in a rush, that's a story. If you are walking your dog right now um, with a poop bag in one hand and a coffee in the other and a leash around your wrist, that's a story, right? We all have a million stories. The question is, what stories do you have that you think other moms of neurodivergent kids would find comfort in in hearing? So if you want to submit more than one story, by all means. I would just do them as separate files. That's all. I would just request that um, because they will be different podcast episodes. And because it's anonymous, unlike the Monday episodes where I'm saying the mom's name, these are anonymous. I'm just going to upload it. You know, on Tuesday, we're going to have this episode talking about this trip to the library. And on on Thursday, I'm uploading uh, an episode where someone's telling a a story about uh, parent-teacher conferences, whatever it is. Or um, this morning, trying to get ready for school. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. But when you tell a story, 
just as I tell my fifth graders when you're writing. When you're telling a story, it needs to have something that will appeal to the reader or the listener. You know, what's the message of this story? What are you trying to convey? That this is hard, this journey we're on? Yeah. So feel free to convey that. This is hard. Or we can triumph. Small wins are big wins. Absolutely. Whatever. But you're telling a specific story about a moment in time when something happened with your neurodivergent kid. Um, and, and that's what I'm hoping to get out of this. Because I think it would be nice, especially if they're only 10 minutes long, for moms to just grab these little quick stories and, and listen to them um, on a daily basis. And it's like, okay, all right, this mom's been through that moment too. I can do this. I can put one foot in front of the other. I can do this. So that's the goal. So I'm inviting you always, I'm going to put this out and, you know, it'll be uh, an intro into my podcast for for a little while, Um, but the offer will always stand. Record yourself uh, on a voice recording app, take the file and send it to me via email at ontheharddays at gmail.com. And I will do a quick edit if need be, and then upload it. Don't worry about mistakes. This is not, uh, no perfectionism here. Um, There are no such thing as mistakes. Like if you were talking to a friend, you wouldn't be like, you know what, let me tell the whole story all over again because I said um too many times. No, you're good. Just tell the story. What's on your heart about a specific moment in time? Any questions, you know how to reach me, um, DM me on Instagram at on the hard days with dots in between each word, um, or email me. Um, but I am ready for these submissions. So you don't even need to check in with me unless you want to. You can go ahead today, today, right now. If you have 10 minutes, find a voice recording app. Uh, iPhones just have one built in if you swipe down from the top right corner. Um, but you can also download an app and just, just tell a story. It can be from when your kid was two or five or 10 or 15 or whatever. doesn't matter. Tell the story. Keep it anonymous. Send it my way. I'm going to be putting out these episode shorts as soon as the entries come in. As always, my friends, thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for you. And now on to the episode. I have a 14-year-old daughter. Um, She's been diagnosed with ADHD. OCD, generalized anxiety disorder, and depression. My daughter wanted to go to a school that was meant for college preparatory, very sciencey. She wanted to be an astronaut. She wanted to go work for NASA. And we picked a school before her junior high years started. Um, And this school was a school that was 7 through 12, 7th grade through 12th grade, college preparatory, blue ribbon school, look up what that means, Uh, kind of a big deal. I live in Arizona, um, and it was recently, just this year, 2022, well, now it's 2023, but 2022 was ranked the number one high school in all of Arizona. All of the charter schools, all of the private schools, all of the public schools ranked number one. Many of the students at this school go on to MIT, Stanford, Harvard, all kinds of high-level Ivy League schools. 
it's not uncommon that this school has 10 plus valedictorians. So my kid, being the gifted learner that she is, and wanting to go to NASA, wanted to go to this school. So um, me as her mom made accommodations to make sure that she could go to this school because it made the most sense and it was going to further her education and further her future goals. And so we made this happen. My daughter is now in ninth grade, so she's this is her third year at this school. And um, she has struggled. Um, she is a gifted learner, as I mentioned, so academics come very easy for her. It was in the beginning of eighth grade that we got together a 504 plan with the school where some of the challenges that she was facing at this college preparatory school um, were more difficult for her. All of a sudden, she was thrust into this environment where she was no longer the smartest one in the classroom. Lots of kids were very smart and could manage on their own because they didn't have the same challenges that she did. She would often find herself frustrated that other kids just knew things or understood things, um, and she didn't, and she didn't understand why she didn't. This was very frustrating for her. So incoming 504, she was not eligible for an IEP because her academic levels were just fine. So 504, where, you know, it's putting a Band-Aid on you know, the needs that she has ultimately. And of course, what teacher actually really looks into what the needs of each individual child are at this level, especially at a school that's college preparatory. So that was the beginning of eighth grade. We are now at the beginning of ninth grade, midway through ninth grade now, because we're now in the second semester, midway through ninth grade. My kiddo has now decided that maybe NASA and working as, to become an astronaut is not her thing. She's taken on different interests. Um, and now her interests are more centered around acting and theater and being um, art-driven. Um, all of a sudden now, this school no longer takes on the needs that she has to fulfill her progress or her goals in life. She, she's thinking less of being an astronaut and less of working for NASA and more for working as an actor and pursuing her abilities in art. So throughout her ninth grade year, she's realizing more and more, it's hitting her more and more in the face that she cannot keep up with the, the academic rigor that this school in particular has. And she's, her self-esteem is starting to flounder, get frustrated. It's becoming more evident. And now she's showing more and more signs of depression. 
She's unable to cope and manage the same way she could when the elementary school years were there, the early junior high level was there. She's very much into the social environment. Friendships and the social structure kept her afloat. She was able to enjoy school for the social environment. The academic environment started to be less and less important. So she started to show more signs of depression. She met with the, the, the school she goes to actually uh, has the benefit of having a mental health counselor on site. And she had been seeing this mental health counselor for years, for the, the two and a half years she'd been there. Um, but her, I was showing more concern. She had been showing a lot of depression symptoms at home um, that became way more obvious. So I reached out to the mental health counselor and said, hey, can you see my child? Um, she needs to be seen by you. She wants to see you. Please see her. So the mental health counselor um, reached out to my kiddo, got her in, and um, it was a Friday. It was a Friday afternoon that she saw her, right before the holiday, Christmas holiday break. Soon before. Um, and I get a call that Friday afternoon from the mental health counselor at my daughter's school saying, hey, I met with your kid today and I wanted to talk with you about the things we discussed. And the mental health counselor proceeded to tell me how the conversation went, which was, to sum it up, was, hey, I don't think this school is right for your child. She no longer is interested in pursuing academics as much as she's interested in pursuing arts and theater and acting. And oh, by the way, the 504 that you have for her is not adequate to um, help her with her needs. I know she has ADHD. I know she has OCD. I know she's struggling with her academics. This school, because it's college preparatory, has a one-size-fits-all. You have to fall in line. If you cannot accommodate or fall in line with the structure of this school, you're left behind. We don't have the ability to accommodate your child's needs. I think it might be best if you look for another school. You want what's best for your child, don't you? So, yes, that was what I was presented with. Um, I was on the phone with this mental health counselor for an hour, probably about an hour, discussing the needs of my child that all of a sudden came across very abruptly because I thought she was going in to, to seek um, counsel for depression um, and then to come out of it, um, your kids should change schools. So, then, as a mom, you start to wonder, 
am I, um, am I being firm enough with, you know, the needs of my child? Like, should I be considering a new school for my kiddo or am I letting her, her desires rule the day? Because now all of a sudden I'm thinking maybe I'm supposed to, you know, uproot my life and change the course of our plan, which was to finish out at this school till she graduates. Does she get to decide? All of a sudden, is she in charge of our future? Because changing schools could mean I have to move. Or am I not putting the needs of my kid first? Should I be putting the needs of my kid first? Am I not doing that? So that's my anecdote for today. And that's where I've left off. Um, so as we start the new year, 2023, with half of the ninth grade year left for my daughter at the school that she so desperately wanted to, to attend, um, are we switching schools? It sure looks that way at this point. And then the other thought is her ADHD brain in the back of my mind that shifts interest so often and so easily. Is this just an interest that's a fleeting interest? Like every other thing that she's loved and then quit is acting the thing that's going to propel her into her future? Or is this another pursuit that just goes forward and you know, has an end point. I'm not sure. So do I uproot our lives and maybe even move? Because I want what's best for my kiddo? Or do I continue on the path of this really excellent school that's good for her gifted brain? Even though it may not be the best school for her with her other struggles. Thanks for listening today. If you would like to talk with me personally, where we can chat and just get to know each other like old friends, I would love to do a discovery call with you. Go to my website, ontheharddays.com, and click on Schedule a Call. And if you're not already subscribed to this podcast, please do so so that you get the latest when they roll out. Not to mention, please leave a review if you feel like this episode spoke to you. That way, the podcast will be shown to more mothers. And finally, you can find me on Instagram at On the Hard Days with dots in between each word, or in my free Facebook community, On the Hard Days Podcast and Community. If you are feeling isolated in your parenting journey, I encourage you to reach out through any of these means so that I can connect you with your people and support you in whatever way you need.